When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court. And now more than ever, in the arena of business. In the new era of name, image, and likeness, Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit buildthehouse.com and let's build together. You're listening to the Auburn Express. Powered by the Wall Report. All aboard the AM departure from platform 334, the Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. Who do you guys like? Who would you like as AU's next coach? And I think with Caddy, if we start to see some success, we start winning some games down the stretch, I I expect Caddy's name to kind of pick up a little steam. But we know who the usual suspects are. And guys, you can let us know in the comments who you would like to, who, who you think should be Auburn's next head coach. Uh, the usual the usual suspects, the guys at the top of the board, Lane Kiffin, uh, Hugh Freeze, Dion. Uh, there's been mention of of Jeff Grimes, Baylor's OC, uh, former assistant at Auburn. Um, those are the name of few. Based off of those, or or you may have a guy that you're thinking of who may not even be mentioned at all. But who is who is a guy that? If they if Auburn was to hire this guy or announce this guy in a few weeks, you would be really good with that pick. Hmm. Who would you like know, to I, go first? I'm I'm looking at Christian Crawford here. He brought this up. He said, I saw a tweet that said, I don't believe Deion Sanders could do anything for Auburn football that Cadillac Williams isn't doing already. He says he agrees that Caddy will be able to recruit too. The the way I I disagree, but I disagree in the sense that what Caddy can do for Auburn, Dion can do for anybody who's ever heard of football, and right. that that's the yeah. biggest difference. It, it's like the net that Caddy can cast on Auburn. He can have this effect on these players because they are here, and it means something for them to see his star downtown on the sidewalk and to see highlights of him in an Auburn uniform and. Um, to look at his, he could show his SEC championship gear, and he means something here. But Caddy doesn't have that same effect on somebody that we're recruiting out of Louisiana or Texas or Mississippi. If they grew up a Bama fan and they hated Caddy because he was killing them, uh, I mean, that's the difference between Caddy and Dion. Dion, everybody, everybody who black players especially who have. Heard of Deion Sanders? 
it's almost completely a wrap right now. We are talking about being able to poach top-tier defensive talent away from Kirby Smart in Georgia, away from Alabama, away from LSU. And that's not something that I can say with certainty would happen if Caddy was leading the charge as the head coach in, in recruiting. I think Caddy would do great recruiting, but he is not what Deion Sanders is. Deion Sanders is a household name. Caddy is a household name in Auburn households. Deion Sanders is, is damn near universal. And that's the difference between them. Because of that, I think that there's value to Deion. We did a pod with uh, Scotty from Offscript Media, Offscript Vids. Uh, we're following them. We retweeted it. Um, you can find it on... Did we post that on YouTube, Mike? It is. Uh, the, the short. I posted the short on YouTube. Just The short's on YouTube. Video, so there's yeah. a clip on YouTube, but you can find it at the Auburn Express, which is where the podcast is. The last episode we posted... Listen, he talked me into, into Dion. He talked me into it. So I'm like, man, he's right. There's no, what recruit would say no to this? You see Alabama over there waning. You see Georgia. You're like, yeah, they're stacked. But two things are happening at Auburn that if you get a Dion, not only do we have, well, excuse me, three things are happening. You get a head coach like Dion Sanders, NIL here, we're about to just pop the top on that for real, for the first time. And it's the reason why all these recruits are like, oh, Auburn about to get a new head coach? No, that's cool. I'm still listening. You know why they're still listening? Because nothing else about to pop off. If you get on board now, now that there's a payday that there wasn't last year, that's number one. Number two, the other thing that's happening to Auburn is the cupboard, while not bare, is a lot more bare than anywhere else that you would want to go that has the pool of what Auburn is about to have and would have with Deion Sanders. There's no offensive lineman that wouldn't say, you're going to tell, no, nah, man, you ain't playing. Listen, we need you. Not only have we not been good at offensive line, we are also thin at offensive line. Perfect recipe to tell some high, highly, highly rated guys, you're going to play day one. Easy. The table is set in a way that is not set anywhere else. And that's why Dion here, we wouldn't be filling our 23 class with guys that we have been after. We're going to be fill, filling our class with guys that have already committed to other places. It would happen instantly. I'm 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 stumping for prime a little bit, aren't I? I'm stumping for prime a little bit. I am. Okay. Now, I still don't know how realistic it is. Like I, just, I love the idea, but I think there's there's less chance of that happening than us getting a Hugh Freeze or Lane Kiffin. I think those are the two mo- most likely hires: is a Lane Kiffin or a Hugh Freeze. Uh, I mean, we all saw the game yesterday against Arkansas that Liberty had hit uh, with uh, Hugh Freeze, the head coach, and he basically said. Hey, y'all want me to come get me? <laughs> essentially, essentially what, what, uh, what Hugh Freeze said. So, I mean, there's definitely some smoke there. I don't know if he's prime candidate. <laughs> prime candidate. I don't know if he's our number one target as head coach. I don't. And that's really what it's going to come down to. I think at worst, we get Hugh Freeze. At worst. So if, we, if we can't come to terms with Lane, if Ole Miss wants to up the dollars to try to keep him, or if Prime says, you know what? I read it for, for Power 5. I'm going to stay down here because I like the effect I'm having down here. I think we get Hugh Freeze. And honestly, I think Hugh Freeze is, would be the best coach we've had since Tommy Tuberville. Mm. Big statement. Big statement. So so Prime is your guy, but in terms of likelihood, you're, you're leaning Hugh Freeze. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, Walt Taylor, appreciate the super chat. He says, Hugh Freeze putting an accomplishments on his resume yesterday, referring to the win on the road against Arkansas. Thoughts about that? Ike, you have some thoughts about Hugh Freeze. 
What do you think about what do you think about this board of candidates? Who do you like? Who you kind of meh on? Talk to me, sir. Um, so I'll start with I'll, I'll piggyback and first say I think all of the things that people have been saying about the recruiting prowess or the brand that is Coach Prime coming is an automatic home run. You can't, you literally can't miss in there. It's going to be about what kind of staff he puts around him. And if you listen to our guy, Scotty talk on Auburn express, he said that Dion is about winning. Dion Sanders is about winning. So he is going to make sure he puts the kind of staff necessary to win because he knows a winning brand of football looks like he's more of a CEO than he is a guy who you care about his X's and O's prowess. He's just going to manage the entire operation. I think that that's a great thing. The next big name that a lot of people are talking about is Lane Kiffin. And I think Lane Kiffin's a great coach. I think he's a great offensive mind. He probably is the lowest. If I were to rank the list, Lane Kiffin would probably be the lowest on my list. Um, Because I think he's great at offense, but for whatever reason, you can say it's because of his resources. You can say, you can, you can give me a bunch of reasons as to why this is. He can't ever put a comparable, a competent defense on the field ever. I don't care where he's been, Lane Kiffin, for whatever reason, cannot put a competent defense on the field. And he hangs his defense out to dry a lot. And I just don't know if that's championship football yet. I haven't seen it from him yet. And he has enough coaching experience for me to be able to see that. Right. Like you can say, well, what is Cadillac one as a coach? Nothing. But he hasn't been a head coach. Lane's been a head coach. Right. So why do we not see champions championships from him with his brand of football? That's going to to, to pivot me to the next person, which we just talked about, which is Hugh Freeze. I'm going to save Cadillac for last. Uh, Hugh Freeze, again, hasn't necessarily won championships, but I think that he has done more with less than anybody has right in whatever like in any of these names that you're talking about, he's done more with less consistently right now he's going to be in a position where he'll actually have the ability to have resources to do something really good right and i can't find somebody who tells me that hugh freeze is a bad recruiter i can't find him you go find somebody who has had an opportunity to be recruited by hugh freeze who tells me hugh freeze is a bad recruiter then they will be in the minority. Hugh Freeze knows how to go and get talent. He's just never been in the, the closest he was into being in the position to do it was Ole Miss. And he was still outgunned at Ole Miss and was putting winning football on the field at Ole Miss. Now he has the same issue that I have with Lane Kiffin, which is championship. Like I'm not, I don't care. I'm not going to say I don't care about the off the field stuff. The off the field stuff to me, he's had, time to atone from that stuff and hopefully he's changed i have literally no way of knowing that because i don't know that man personally but what i do know is that he has been outgunned and still won football games he has been outgunned and still won recruiting battles i think with the right infrastructure around him he can put championship football and he's not the type of coach that's going to leave his defense hanging out to dry that's why he's a rung above, I think, Lane Kiffin in my mind, because I think he has an offensive prowess. He has the ability to go get talent, He's and he just needs the resources to be able to do it. So I, I am 
if I were to put a number one on my list right now, I'm actually leaning towards Hugh Freeze. I need to do a little bit more research on what kind of offense he runs. Um, I've seen it a little bit, but I ain't, I'm not going to pretend that I've delved into the depths of Hugh Freeze's offensive stuff. Film review is going to be real fun for you over the next it few is. months anyway. It is. So. I just need to get some, I, I just need to get film on him. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I got to go find some film to be able to do that. And then we'll, we'll talk about the last one, which is Cadillac, which to me is the most intriguing one of them because I'm not sure Cadillac's ready for this job full time yet. But man, he showed me something last night and I know what kind of spokesperson he can be for Auburn University. Does that mean he needs to be the head coach? No. Right. Does that mean we'd be a fool to not have him on the staff? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the right people around him, he could be successful. He's going to have to stop going for it on fourth down from 25. Like, you just can't do that. I don't care how much confidence you have in your guys. Like, I, that's just something I don't want to see coaches do in – pretty much any scenario. Um, But I think that he could potentially be a guy that can put a championship caliber mindset on the field, because that's a big thing. That's a big thing of just having your guys believe. And clearly him being the running back coach wasn't enough to that, for that to permeate through the entirety of the team. And so you can't discount because that's to, to the point that was made earlier about what Coach Prime could do for a, for a locker room, right? Mm-hmm. Now, recruiting-wise, I, I think it's Dion hands down, whether you're, you know, you can't compare Carnell to Dion as far as brands. Right. But what he could do for a locker room as far as motivating, like, that was um, chiswick-level motivation I saw going on mm-hmm. from, from, from Cadillac last night. Like, he had those young men believing they could beat anybody. And we're still not a good football team, but they believe they could beat anybody, and that matters a lot. So I think he deserves at least an interview. These next couple of games are going to go a long way um, to determine whether or not that was a flash in the pan or whether or not they just believe in him that much and that it will extend beyond a single game. But uh, that's how I I break it down. I got two answers. Um, because usually how this works, Ike, is over the past several years, I have a guy who I'm impressed with, who I'd like to see Auburn hire, and they hire the complete opposite. Okay? So <laughs> what I'm doing is I'm doing what could be a potential likely hire, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to do the guy who I like. As a matter of fact, I'm going to do who I like first. I agree with you about Hugh Freeze. Um when Hugh Freeze was at Ole Miss, not only were they good on offense, one of the issues we've had has been quarterback play. What did Hugh Freeze do with quarterbacks? Different skill sets, pocket QBs, mobile QBs. What has he done with quarterbacks? Yeah. But not only then, the defense played well. The defense played pretty good yesterday against Arkansas on the road. He actually has, I mean, the whole idea of land shark defense, that came from Hugh Freeze. So we've seen not only is is he good on offense, but the team as a whole is a good team. So I think as, a, as and this is a coach who's done well recruiting, but also I, someone who is hungry to get back to the SEC and prove himself. And for this job, you already are going to have to go toe-to-toe 
with two of the best coaches in the country and Nick Saban and Kirby Smart. A guy who has that kind of hunger, who has a proven track record uh, to your point of doing more with less and wants to prove that he belongs in this conference with the resources, with the with the timing. I think Hugh Freeze would be a good fit in that regard. Now, again, to your point, we don't know if this man is rehabilitated, but I do know this. College football has changed a lot. NIL has changed a lot. And I think some of the things that some of these coaches have been guilty of, NIL solves that. So who's to say outside of personal things with, with, with Hugh, the recruiting violations and whatnot, I don't, I don't foresee that being an issue now that college football has pivoted a bit. So I like the idea of Hugh Freeze because of the opportunity, because of what he's done at multiple places, as well as his hunger and desire to get back to proving that he can be one of the guys in the SEC. Likely, I'm leaning lane in terms of likely. And, he, and it doesn't really have much to do with X's and O's, Ike, because for the, some of the same reasons that frustrates you with Lane frustrates me as well with his in-game decisions and the fact that defense has become an afterthought with him when, when the game is, is going on. It's an issue and matter of alignment. When you consider how Harson got to Auburn, all the reports that came out earlier last week, it was a complete cluster in terms of how we ended up with Brian Harson, From the school president to the athletic director to boosters, nobody was on the same page at any one given point in time. Now we have a new school president who hired his own AD. So the idea is that they will be on the same page. The AD has come from Mississippi who has watched Lane up close and personal, right? So he knows Lane. He's aware of Lane. I don't see the president having a problem with signing off on Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin doesn't come with the type of baggage that a Hugh Freeze comes with. And if the boosters like him, then you have alignment across all three phases, all three groups with Lane, which means Lane won't have a shortage of resources to do his job. That's something that Harson never had the opportunity to be able to say because of the dysfunction and because of how he came to Auburn. I like the idea of having alignment here, and I think the timing is right because I think there's a sense of desperation amongst Auburn that we don't want to continue to go backward when our biggest rivals are surging ahead. And so that's why I think likely it could be Lane. Again, I get it. I'm not, I'm not crazy about some of the stuff Lane does or the fact, because again, we're going to be frustrated with, I'm frustrated with Lane's defense and I'm an Auburn guy. I couldn't imagine him having on on being on our sideline doing half that crap. But I think I have a hard time if the if our president signs off on a Hugh Freeze. Who's going to be willing to jump out there and and take Hugh Freeze given the baggage that comes with him? I'm not sure if our president is willing to do that, which is why I think that's a big hindrance to Hugh Freeze. Which even though I like him, Dion I think is would be amazing for Auburn. Amazing for Auburn. The question is, if he gets an opportunity to go to Florida State, does he take it? That's a that's a question to ask. If yeah. he has an opportunity to coach at Florida State, does he go there? Now, you can't be worried about that. I mean, even if he does do that, you think about if if he is if he is 
successful at Auburn, he set us up to be really good down the road anyway. But that would be my concern with Dion. I think he would surround himself with a great staff. I think he's committed to winning. I think he's won at everything he's done when it comes to football. I have no reason to suspect he wouldn't be successful. But I think I think the guys who are pulling the trigger really like Lane. And I think that may be the likely pick if Lane wants to come to Auburn. So those are my thoughts. Your your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with anything you said. Um, you know, I've said to to some people privately, and I'll say it here on the channel because I actually believe this, that the other thing that I see about Deion Sanders as a potential coach is he could just be doing all of this for the PR of it and then turn around and say, because here's what he's been selling to recruits, is that it doesn't matter. You can come play at an HBCU and still get to the league, right? Yeah. He's been convincing athletes to eschew Power 5 offers and go to an HBCU. And it would look a little hypocritical for him to then take an offer to go coach in the Power 5 and asking athletes to do the exact opposite for the last few years. He could be doing all of this just to turn around and say, they offered me blah, 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 but I chose to stay here at Jackson State. So that he then amplifies his own message even louder. He could 100% be doing that, and I think it would be a brilliant tactical move on his part to be able to double down on his own messaging. Um, so that's the, I think that, to me, is the, the, the thing that you, you can't take out of the equation with a, with a hype of our surrounding Coach Prime, even as much as I believe that he'll be a home run uh, in the recruiting thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I that's why I'm not really hitching my wagon to the the coach prime to Auburn thing. Whether I, I mean, I think it would be a good hire, right? Like it has nothing to do with whether or not he, it could work. It definitely could work. I just don't know that it's likely to work because of what he, Deion Sanders has been preaching. Um, as far as Lane Kiffin and the alignment that you're talking about, I don't disagree with any of that. I still have the same issues with it, but you know, I'm with um, you. if if somehow with the 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 money situation being different, the contracts situation being different, we could get a good defensive coordinator in here with Lane Kiffin that he could mesh with. Because here's the thing: you can be a good DC, and again, your 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 play caller is hanging you out to dry so much, or they're running so much tempo stuff that your defense doesn't get to like, and so the defense doesn't look as good, right? So you kind of have to have alignment on vision about what we want to be as a program so that we are able to to fit one another well. And, you know, you can be a d- good defensive coordinator and just not personality-wise mesh with the head coach slash offensive coordinator, and it doesn't work. All right, so there's a lot of things that you have to iron out as far as alignment goes in that matter. It's not just, it's not like, you know, just, hand, oh, this person's a good dis- DC, this person's a good offensive coordinator, this person's a good head coach, let's put them all on the same staff. That doesn't always necessarily work. I was hearing people saying, mission Will Muschamp as DC if you hire Lane. I, and I, I asked someone, why on God's green earth would Will Muschamp leave Georgia to come to come be a DC for Lane, knowing how Lane calls games? Yeah. Like, why would he do that? He's already a DC at his alma mater, and he's coaching under a defensive-minded head coach who's not going to leave him out to dry at times. Like, why would he come here? So you need a special type of you need a special type of DC that will want to come play, knowing that hey, I may have to send my field out there, my team out there, 
my defense out there with a short field to defend because we went for it inexplicably on fourth down. Yeah. I don't, yeah. some of these, some of these, some of these names. And again, this is a great time to kind of hypothesize who we would like. And it's fun. Yeah. But it's not very realistic in, in many cases. I mean, Muschamp was here under Gus and was like, uh, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't doing this too much longer. So I, I don't see him. I don't see him coaching under a lane. I really don't.